0: But when you give them that easy step, that easy invitation that makes it just simple for them to engage with your content, people are happy to take it. And so that's where we're seeing you know the skyrocketing numbers of 400, 500, 600. Hey, I'm here. I want to engage with your content. You just made it easier for me. And so now I can. Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast, where we believe marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We hope you leave here encouraged, inspired, and a little more excited to share your gifts with the world.
1: Well, welcome back to another episode of Marketing Should Be Fun. My name is Austin Savage. I'm here with my good friend and business partner, Kelsey Zarco. And we're so glad that you, our listeners, are here with us. Uh, Kelsey, hello. Uh, I imagine that it's really warm down there in uh, (laughs) Texas today. And you're probably enjoying much more sunshine than me. But how are you?
0: I mean, it is a little cloudy today. We had our week of like the sun and 70s came back and we all came back to life. And then today it's cloudy and we're like, wait. But yes, probably warmer than you. Altogether, though, I'm doing well and very excited for another episode.
1: Yeah, I just can't. Like my brain doesn't put 70s in the January February possible sort of category. So that's it's, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's a good life. I'm telling you. I was I was born to live here. It just took me like 30 years to figure that out.
1: You did post like 70 times I think on I your stories like the sunshine's giving me life in a much in a much <laughs> cooler way than what I just said. <laughs>
0: You know, it was my main content strategy for the week, sunshine.
1: (laughs) You got to use what you got. You know, you got to use what inspiration is. True true to my brand. (laughs) I love it. Um, I have a sort of this or that for us today. But it's really just a... You just have to pick something of a limited number of options. But it's kind of your preference. So is it about Taylor Swift? Sort of thing. Heck yeah, it's about Taylor Swift. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it really okay wait, I'll just let you
1: ask. It really is. Yes, it really is. Um, so obviously, Taylor Swift has uh been been the the new like not a new household name, but the household name all across uh the the For country real? recently, which is super fun. Uh, you know, some people are a little annoyed by that, but uh, some people are really enjoying that, and I know that you are one of those people who are really enjoying uh, this this moment uh, for her, which I am as well. I think it's yeah. I think it's fun. Um, yeah. But today's this or that is again not a this or that. But what is your favorite Taylor Swift album?
0: Oh gosh, I needed more time for this. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like. Chiefs or 49ers um oh. I mean, you know, that that I'm a big Taylor Swift fan because along with sunshine, that was the only other thing in my social media this week too. Taylor Swift post. I did buy a sweatshirt that has the NFL logo with Taylor's version written on it. And I am ready for the Super Bowl. (laughs) No, I do love Taylor, but I've also been a Kelsey Brothers fan for a long time. So I'm just here for all of it. Okay. Favorite album. Oh, gosh. I honestly, this is such a stressful conversation. (laughs) Okay i'm gonna say
1: mm, i'm waiting I'm for you to be maybe, like the one that this song is on <laughs> I,
0: I was thinking that i'm gonna say 1989 i think
1: okay Ugh. awesome man you didn't I don't feel know. Good about gonna, that you didn't i didn't it.
0: i feel like that's kind of like which is your favorite child like you just can't answer that question <laughs> i don't know
1: <laughs> my sisters will be funny. so
0: disappointed when they listen to this part of the reason i'm such a big swifty now is because my sister my younger sisters are i think probably a lot of our listeners they might not know this but i'm the oldest of nine i have younger sisters yeah. who are like quite a bit younger than me big swifties they've turned me into one i'm trying to be cool to stay up with you know the lingo and to be able to talk to them but i yeah. do like 1989 i also like uh when i watched the when i went to the movie I forgot how much I loved like her red album and just like all of the songs Mm. that were on there. I hadn't listened to those for a while. So, yeah. And then there's also the good old, like, when you think Tim McGraw, you know, (laughs) like way back (laughs) when those songs were coming out when I was in college. So that'll age me anyway. Okay. I've talked enough about Taylor Swift. I'm stopping now.
1: <laughs> it is. It is a hard decision. That's fair. I also feel like I've been like super sarcastic so far in this episode. So I like need to t- tone it back. I don't know what <laughs> I'm doing. Stop
0: hating on my sunshine, Taylor Swift. I don't know. <laughs> what is? What is your favorite album? Do you have one?
1: Uh, I do have one. Uh, Folklore is my favorite album, oh, which yes. I don't know if that's like. I
0: that's don't know right.
1: where that falls in in the the minds of most Swifties. I don't know, uh, but it is I my think favorite. It's legit. I put it on. Yeah. Yeah, I put it on often when I'm working. Um, I really enjoy there's I think there's actually a collaboration with uh, Bon Vare on on folklore. But I think there's also one on Evermore. But I really like the the one, um, the song Exile on folklore and all of those. I just listen to a lot of like sleepy folk music when I'm working. So like it kind of fits into that vibe pretty well. Yes,
0: that's what I was going to say. It's very vibey. I like it. Okay, this is the last thing I'll say about Taylor Swift. Probably not. (laughs) It's probably a lie. But there's just so many fun, it's like just fun reels and like bits that are going around this week. But there was this one I saw this morning that you should definitely go look up if you're listening to this episode. And it was a girl that was like, this is Taylor Swift's Tokyo concert before she has to get on the flight back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and she like sped all the songs up and did all the outfit changes and like sang different songs from each album. So when we when I was thinking through the albums, I was thinking of her real. <laughs> but it's so funny. She just puts on all these different That's outfits, awesome. sings like little clips of each song, and it's sped up like super fast. And it was great. Great
1: use of content. You'll have to send that to me. That's funny. If you did it. already send it to me, I hope that you didn't I and I did it.
0: <laughs> I felt like I used my fill of Taylor Swift for the week, so I did not send it. But I will.
1: Yeah, we did use a couple memes, a couple of Taylor Swift memes for uh, for clients, which was fun. Yes, uh, we sure did. You know, gotta take gotta take advantage of the moment. That's right. But I was here for it. Didn't fit for everybody, but for some, you know.
0: But for the ones that it did, we made sure to use it
1: it did it did work that the the email from one of our clients that had it in there it did real well
0: did it, real it did it converted so, quite a bit, so I just i am um, here for
1: it yeah thank, thank you, Taylor. We appreciate that uh, <laughs> all right so today uh for what we actually want to talk about on uh today's episode is uh, a tool called mini chat um this is in in i'd say like in recent months, but really over the mm-hmm. course of the last year, yeah. Has like gradually become uh, more and more part of uh, the conversation, especially on uh, Instagram. Primarily mm-hmm. is where I'm seeing this used, but it can be used across a, a wide variety of uh, social platforms. Um, but is a tool that we've also started using for uh, a few of our clients at the start of this year, um, and I've seen some really cool things from it. So, Kelsey, I'm going to throw it to you first. Uh, for some of our listeners, you know, they may know like, oh, I've heard of Mini Chat. This is kind of what it is. For some people listening, they might be like. Uh what is this and uh, this foreign language that you're speaking um and so for uh just give us like the the rundown of like what is it uh you know why why have we started using it mm-hmm. this year we'll go from there
0: Yeah. Yes. I mean, the official like wording is that it's chat marketing, automation, chat marketing, but it's what you're seeing when somebody says, for example, you know, here's this reel with all of my living room shown and comment link and I'll send you the link for everything. And then immediately Mm -hmm. you get a DM with that link. And so it's taking someone's message and being able to set up an automation where when one action is taken, another action is then sent. So it's kind of a workflow of sorts on the back end. Um, So that's kind of the short version of what it is. Like you said, it can work for so many different platforms, but primarily how we are using it currently and how we are seeing it is, like you said, on Instagram. And primarily the cool thing that we're seeing and why people are starting to use this is because it is making those actions and those like calls to action so much simpler for your audience. Yeah. So instead of having to tell them like, Hey, click the link in my bio or Hey, go here and then click this. All you're doing is saying, you know, comment this word and then everything goes right to them. And so it really yeah. shortens the cycle of all the steps they have to take and just makes it easy. And as it becomes more prevalent and as more people are using it, people are also just getting used to it. And so then it's just, an easy way that people feel safe to just type a word, get a message, easy peasy.
1: Totally, totally. I mean, I think the the kind of like wide adoption of uh, this tool and tools like it. Uh, I know that there are you know some others kind of coming on uh, on the scene, but um, you know, like we see just more and more people, uh, you know, not just influencers, but like companies and yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. like all sorts of different accounts, you know, starting to to use this tool, and it does like. It is a game changer from a user experience perspective and even just like a connection with an account um you know like even though you know that it's automated like it still feels personal mm-hmm. to like receive a message from yeah. uh you know an account that you follow, and so it's like a really i mean a big game changer to just make it easy you know rather than having to search someone's like link in bio page or you know something like that for uh you know like you just said um you know it's so so nice you just I mean, you literally just get a link or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, uh, you know, directly in, in your inbox, you, you know, go directly to, uh, you find exactly what you're looking for, um, and uh, you increase connection, um, in the process. It's been really cool. And I think, I mean, uh, you and I, you know, did some, um, Digging at the end of last year, uh, to just kind of look deeper into into the tool and it's like really simple i mean to to manage and uh, you know once you get it set up, I feel like it's the I feel like it's pretty user friendly would you agree
0: yeah, I actually was thinking that when you were just talking about the the system of it all it is for like a new program or opportunity that comes on the scene, I feel like it is very wow. intuitive doesn't take a whole lot of set up or, you know, jumping through hoops, it does what it says it's going to do. Like there's always that moment when, you know, you click like something and you set it up for someone <laughs> and you're like, I really hope this this does what it right. says it will do and it'll send the right link. But it has lots yeah. of just great, you know, you can preview things, you can test them. It's just a well done piece of work for sure.
1: Yeah. I think like another cool feature that it has too, uh, that, That makes it really convenient is like you can set up automations so that it's like on the next post that goes Mm -hmm. out you know if it's like comment guide and you know this is the automation that will run or this is you know the the dm that someone will will receive but you can also set them uh set them up to just be like anytime i use uh you know anytime someone comments this word on any post You know, this is kind of what happens, which opens up some some doors, I think, for a lot of brands, like especially if you have something that you're promoting regularly. Yeah, over and over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's something you set an automation up once and any uh, post that you make in the future where you say like, comment, I don't know what, you know, uh... Apply or something, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like you're able to just know that that automation is going to run on on any post that that kind of needs that next step, Um, Mm -hmm. which is really helpful, uh, I think for for a lot of brands.
0: Yeah. You can customize it and just make it what you need it to be. And I think that is where there's a lot of power behind it. And like you said, being able to set one word. I mean, we've seen this work so well for several of our clients where they kind of have a main call to action mixed in with all the other pieces of value that we're sharing. And so once that one workflow is set up, I mean, you can just use it all the time. And I've also noticed that it seems like the pieces of content we're using it on just have a really long shelf life. And we see that too. It's not just mini chat. I mean, Reels has definitely just changed the game on that. Some, but it's so yeah. great that you can you know set that up, and then a reel that I you know might have shared three weeks ago for a client is still getting traction, and still being able to you know we see people come in commenting on that that yeah. reel with that word, and that workflow is still working, and so it's just really neat to see how it all pieces together.
1: Yeah, honestly, since we did start using Mini Chat for some of our clients, it's the first time that I've ever because uh, I still I know you have Instagram notific- notifications turned off. Uh, on your phone. I do not. And this is the first oh time gosh. that I have actually considered doing it because I keep getting notifications from random like client accounts that it's yeah. just like this person commented guide. This person commented guide. This person commented plan. This person commented date. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like all of the like just constant. Yes. Uh and I mean it's just like that's the sort of organic level of my experience of it of like I just I'm seeing more comments, you know, come in. Mm-hmm. But we literally mm-hmm. are like the amount of comments that that we're seeing have uh, like drastically increased for some people on like a quote unquote small scale, and for for some people on a larger scale, um, which I guess for we should sure. get into. But you were, you were gonna say something?
0: Yeah. No, I was just gonna say I literally don't know how you live with your Instagram notifications <laughs> on, but
1: <laughs> I support you. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I wish that we would have figured... I should go figure out the percentage increase because you know, like you said, some of it's more of a small scale, some a large scale. But I will take every single win because you know we have an example of a client who maybe um, we talk. I think we've talked about this before. We have a client who shares more like personal marriage stories, and so it's very rare for someone to maybe like want to publicly engage with that content because it can almost feel like, well, if I you know engage here, it's kind of sharing you know, that maybe I'm in the same boat, but this has just made it so much easier for like a quick word for them to comment and then they can get that resource. Mm -hmm. So for someone who had like no comments on a post to go to getting like nine or 10, I mean, that's a huge increase. And if you think about effectiveness and percentage, and then of course we have another client who regular comments were super normal for her, but now we're getting them like literally like 300,
1: Hundreds. 500, yeah, I was going like to say so and, and many <laughs> before I think we were seeing like 30 to 40 yes, per post like sure. max and literally yeah. 300 has been like mm-hmm. normal.
0: Yeah. And I would say like, you know, 30 to 40 comments on a reel, like most of you listening, like we were so happy with that. You would be happy with that. Like it's just, it wasn't as common Mm -hmm. for people to engage and have to come up with like their own comment or like to take the time to like think about, I mean, this is kind of sad, but like, you know what they wanted to say, but when you give them that easy step, that easy invitation that makes it just simple for them to engage with your content, people are happy to take it. And so that's where we're seeing, you know, the skyrocketing numbers of 400, 500, 600. Hey, I'm here. Yeah. I want to engage with your content. You just made it easier for me. And so now I can. And yeah. I to kind of scale the conversation more towards what we're seeing... Yes, the first conversation a lot of our clients started having, you know, was asking about like conversion rates and like, you know, if I send this link, will they buy this thing. And yes, we yeah. are definitely seeing that too. But I would encourage you to think through this. And what we've thought through with our clients is number 1, yes, it's a great runway towards conversions for sure. It's an easy direct right. path. But we're also seeing Instagram noticing the huge increase in engagement. So then their content is getting put in front of so many more people. It's just all working together. You're getting direct You know messages into people's accounts. So that's making them see your content all the time when they're opening their app. I mean, we're seeing follower growth increase. It's just, it proves the point that like content marketing is all connected. And so we don't just need conversions. We don't just need followers. We don't just need engagement. But when you have all of them working together, you start to see huge explosion in momentum, which has been so exciting to see.
1: Totally, yeah. I mean, you mentioned the shelf life of content that that like we're seeing kind of mini chat play into a little bit um, as well. And I mean, I think that is a huge reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when people are just consistently commenting and commenting and commenting, like right now. And you know, it obviously could change in the future, but right now that is you know still signaling. To you know, a, a platform like Instagram, like hey, keep showing this post to people because you know they they like it. And I think for uh, that second client we mentioned, um, you know those those reels uh, that have you know used uh, things like that are, are those are the ones that we've seen cross the mm-hmm. the million download mark for like how many views that they've had, for sure. mm-hmm. uh, which is all sort of you know kind of played together. So um, yeah, I mean it's been it's been a game changer and we keep encouraging like more and more of of mm-hmm. our clients we're like this is this is absolutely something to to try because you know we yeah. are seeing it work and there's a reason that we keep seeing you know especially like larger uh, larger accounts mm-hmm. and larger like influencers as well um you know starting to to use things like that because it, it really is you know we're Across the board, we're seeing more people take action in this way in comparison to, you know, the way we would typically ask people to take action uh, on Instagram specifically uh, before.
0: Yeah, I think you see, you know, we've been doing this for several years and Mm -hmm. you see trends change and kind of human behavior shift and change. And right now the human behavior is just that they we are used to click, you know, type a word get something like and whether or not we want to play into the whole conversation on Instagram gratification or not, <laughs> it's just the way that human behavior is shaped right now on social media. Right. And it's just a way that you can provide value to your audience in a simple way. Um, you know, our yeah. attention spans are shorter. People are hopping in and out of conversations. And um we've talked before about like people are not always just gonna take a linear path to whatever you are leading them towards. They're gonna check their phone in the middle of a meeting or they're gonna, you know, pull mm-hmm. up their Instagram in the carpool. And so you're just making it so much more approachable for them. And I think we're just seeing people become more and more comfortable with this sort of action. And so it's just a really low risk way to, you know, put it into your content strategy. It isn't, you know, a huge adoption, um, skill, you know, that you have to like learn and figure out it's, it's really pretty user-friendly.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, thinking about the human behavior, um, I was just thinking about like my own sort of use of it. And I don't think I've actually noticed this until now. But I think the other, you know, really helpful thing about delivering content to people via their direct messages is that like, it also makes it easier for like me as a user to like save things. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, like you mentioned, you know, if I'm waiting to pick up a kid from school, and I'm, you know, just passing, you know, 10 minutes by looking at Instagram or whatever, uh, you know, it's not as easy to like, cause if you, if you're trying to open something in a browser, like it opens in like the Instagram browser right. and you know, it just like, it gets weird. And then it's like, yeah. And none post, of your info
0: is saved yes. and you can't buy something in Instagram. You got to open it here. <laughs> I know it's a whole thing.
1: Right. So it's like so much easier too, if you're like, Oh, this is something really interesting instead of like, you know, having to bookmark it and then go find your bookmarks and then like, you know, sort of like, Look for it that way. It is a yeah. very easy way to, uh, you know, express interest in something and know where you could find it again, uh, as well. Yeah. Which I think is a is a big piece of that human behavior yeah. kind of side as well.
0: That's that's so true. That's a good point. I hadn't really thought through that. I mean, you can even search your DMs, and so that's super easy to go back and find things too. I Love that.
1: So, Kelsey, I know uh, you know with with any sort of new shifts that that happen or new opportunities, you know, sometimes there is uh, some pressure. I think. Uh, that we, we sometimes feel of like, I have to try, you know, this, uh, this new thing. So uh, as we kind of close out the episode, uh, what's one final like word of encouragement that uh, you have for, uh, for our listeners in that regard?
0: Yeah, totally. I think we've felt this often of like, I got to keep up. I got to remember all the new things. I got to jump onto the, the bandwagon. And just a reminder that you don't, you don't have to, you can take it at your pace and you can do what you're doing. And you, yeah. you know, you remember the basics about content performing on a human level and building trust with your audience okay. and giving them value. But I would just say, if if I've looked at the new things that have come in even the past, you know, three years or so that we've worked together. Mm -hmm. This is such a low risk, low hanging fruit, super simple one to start incorporating. It's just not, you know, it's not going to hurt to try. Um, it's also okay if you try and you get crickets one time, like remember that it's not just like immediate success overnight. There's never a tool that's going to be that silver bullet. Um, but Mm -hmm. this is just a really super approachable one that I would encourage you to try when you're ready and just, you know, see what might happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I think a good reminder to you just like in that regard is, you know, we mentioned that client who's seen the the jump from like 30ish comments to like 300. Uh but beyond that has been years of building a brand that right. people wanted to engage with. Yes. And, you know, so there was there's this, you know, whole road of like of building interest and interest and interest and interest and interest, and interest so that, you know, when we made it easier for people to you know take take action on that interest you know it was there was it was already there right like it had already totally. uh, been built up so you know that this this tool doesn't take away the content marketing principle of like it takes time to build trust uh but it is you know such a great way to capitalize on that trust as it is uh being built so yeah, I love it. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I think of it like like a fire. Like your content marketing strategy is like the kindling. You're, you're laying the kindling. You're laying the kindling. You're yep. never stopping. But mini chat's a great way to just throw a spark in there and just kind of see a new flame light up, get some new momentum going. And it's been really, yep. really successful so far for us.
1: I love it. All right. Well, there's your overview about mini chat and Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. Can't, can't forget the, the the real hero of the episode. <laughs> uh, and we hope, as always, that you have a great week. And we'll see you right back here on the next episode of Marketing Should Be Fun.
0: Hey, thanks for listening in to today's episode of the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast. We share an episode every other week. So make sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. We'd also love to connect with you on social. So come hang out on Instagram at savagecontent.co or sign up for email updates on our website. All right, friend, here's your reminder that marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We'll see you next time.